Tickets for less. Best seats, best prices, no service fees. Shop ticketsforless.com. KOZN Bellevue, Omaha, Council Bluffs. This is 1620 The Zone. And now we've reached the point in the show where Josh Odson reads the peculiar, the bizarre, the comical, the odd news with Odd Son. Odd news, Odd Son. See what we did there? The Odd News with Odd Son. All right, once again, get your questions in for the tweet bag coming up right after Josh gets done telling me what has happened in the Odd News portion of the show. You know, Con- hi, Connor, by the way. Hey. You know, I got here early today. I want to, you, you make me want to be a better producer. Connor, so I got here early. Whoa, is this because of my shortcomings? No, no, I, I said. You're like, well, I got to really prop this guy up. I said, <laughs> I need to bring it today. You know, Connor's bringing it. He's everywhere, and, and I'm nowhere, so I, I need to bring it. Okay, and I like, uh, thank you, thank you. It's a compliment, prepped, I think. Prepped the odd news before the show, and in the break before the actual segment airs, I threw two stories out and replaced them with two other stories. Hey, so I got here early for nothing. I love how nimble you are. I'm I'm flexible. You got to be on your toes. That's right. And sometimes you got to blow it up. In fact, one of the stories I replaced it with is brought to you brought to us by Connor of the Connor Happer show. Uh-oh. What did, what did I do? <laughs> Uh, th- is it about me? No. no. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, don't be the main character in the odd news, okay? I'll that's never that's be a that. rule. Uh, the Danville Otterbots. Oh yeah, they have. Uh, you know, in not every minor league team is as consistent and proud of their heritage as the Omaha Storm Chasers. Some of these other teams, they gotta pull a wacky stunt to get noticed, so they they change their name and their mascot. Uh, the Danville Otterbots have unveiled a second team that will also play. In the southern Virginia town. So, okay, before we get to the reveal of their name here. Sure. They are already the Danville Otterbots. Pretty, pretty, silly's not the right word. Uh, a fun nickname, quirky, and, interesting. And, and keep in mind, yeah, it's fun, it's quirky, it's different. Um, there's a couple things you need to know about this team. First of all, they are in, they are a, uh, they are a summer college team. Collegiate summer level, Old, old North State League. Uh, in Danville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And, and um, they can support two teams, apparently. They are managed. Oh. Their coach is former Kansas City Royal Desi Relaford. When's the last time you heard you the that. name Desi Relaford? I didn't know that. I just went to their Wikipedia Maybe page. Maybe never. You never. You don't remember Desi Relaford? Poll question? Yes, absolute poll question. I'm putting that up okay. right now. <laughs> You don't remember Desi Relaford? Not off the top of my oh, head. Oh, come no. on. He was a Royal. I see him right here. He was on that uh he was on that 04 team. You know? Uh so let's go to his. I'm quite sure I do not. Oh, come on. Come on. You don't remember the O was it the 03 or the 04 Royals who no, it definitely wasn't the 04 Royals. The 04 Royals lost 104 games. Hmm. So the o, the 03 Royals were this miracle team who had no good players at all. Um I don't know. They, like Carlos Beltran was pretty good and and Joe Randa was okay. But, you know, they were not supposed to go 83 and 79. Sure. And Desi Relaford was the second baseman on that team. Carried him. 
Angel Barroa. I think that was Angel Barroa's Rookie of the Year campaign. No, I that mean, was a couple of years. Yeah, that was Angel Barroa's Rookie of the Year campaign. Aaron Guile, Mike Sweeney. Okay, anyway, keep going. Well, uh, they've, they've introduced a second team, the Danville Dairy Daddies. All right, so we're going alternate identity here. Alternate, uh, the, uh, and they, of course, have a mascot, the anthropomorphic bull character whose nickname is McCreamy. Nice. That's a, that's a Grey's Anatomy reference for anyone who might be wondering. It's like McDreamy and McSteamy. That's right, and McCreamy. Cream. Uh, the, the, the character is wearing classic blue jeans with a giant belt buckle and no shirt showing off broad shoulders and six-pack abs. <laughs> he is a bull. But he's a buff cow. This is Dairy Daddy, said Dan Simon of Studio Simon, the firm responsible for creating the brand. The whole concept centers around the word daddies. The point is that this is a smooth bovine. You know, he's your daddy. While creating the character, Simon had one of pop culture's smoothest talkers in mind, Joey Tribbiani from the show Friends. Okay. He proceeded to do a how you doing, how you doing? while introducing the character. The only difference is I like to think that Dairy Daddy is smarter than Joey. Amazing. Uh Amazing backstory. Pretty good. McCreamy. This is a, this is, we, we may be going a little bit too far into the mm-hmm. alternate identity sure. world. We may be running out of stuff, but I mean, we're getting more and more sexual by the day. Uh-huh. But, but I don't think we're quite at the line yet. It's, it's only going to take, you know, mm-hmm. before you know it, somebody will be called like the Sex Panthers and then that'll be it. That's it. You killed it for everyone. It'll be over. But uh, and goal number two of theirs, they're going to move a ton of merch. Of course they are. They linked it in the press release. Like, hey, you can buy. Nick Grimm will be on their website Uh, today. Yeah, buying a forty dollar McCreamy shirt. I love the bit. (laughs) Nick is trying to do this thing where he like gets into minor league baseball, and And I'm like, we support him. Well. I understand where he's coming from, but I I think he'll fail. Oh wow, wow! No sugarcoating it from Connor there. Yeah, it just it's it's a hard thing to do. Oh yeah, it's a hard thing to follow. Absolutely, there's a lot of it that just doesn't make sense. Now, if you just want to buy a bunch of gear, like you, sure, absolutely. Josh does it all the time. I do. Look at my NBA on NBC hat. I think I have a Space Cowboys hat. Yeah. Uh, do you re- story number two? Do you remember when Jimmy Butler showed up to NBA Media Days looking all emo? Yes. Well, he's capitalized on that. Good. Uh, after showing off his emo hairstyle during Media Days, Jimmy Butler is now starring in a music video for the emo pop band Fallout Boy. Yeah, I've received this in a text message from one of my friends. Oh, um, really? and I I was just gonna go through the video because I received it during the break there. Um, uh, but I'm excited to see it, it appears as if he's, I mean, he's wearing a purple cowboy hat, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Uh, it's he's kind of moving around, dancing around, doing some hip gyrations. Uh, I believe last night he did like an hour private shoot around before the team and j- literally blasted one song from fallout boy on a loop. I don't know if it was this song. I assume it was the, this. Co- I, I would assume as well. It's called So Much for Stardust. That's right. Uh, 
Fallout Boy announced the video on X, which most people, you know, rational people call Twitter, by joking the band was changing its name to Ballout Boy, <laughs> which I believe is actually what MLB players are called now. Nice. Thank you. Thank nice. You. We've had a lot of uh, very interesting collabs over the yeah. last several years here. This this is nearing the top of the list. This came across my desk, and I went, hmm. I need to talk about this before anyone else does. You got it. Josh is always on top. There we go. Now I haven't watched the video. It might, there might be something hilarious that we need to address. Oh, yeah. They called him. Uh, they, uh, Fallout Boy called Jimmy Butler Heat Wentz on Twitter last night. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's pretty good. Pretty good. And finally, allow me to grind an axe. All right, Josh, go ahead. Get on the soapbox. Nobody will misidentify Colin Cowherd for Taylor Swift, but the radio host alleges that uh, the burglar of his house thought he was entering Taylor Swift's house. I continue. On the latest episode of the Colin Cowherd podcast, uh, Colin revealed his home was recently trespassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the show off last week, Cowherd and his wife traveled to their recent Rhode Island vacation home. According to Cowherd, upon returning home from dinner Friday night, there was a car parked in the driveway with a young girl and her dog sitting inside, inside the car in the driveway. Uh, Colin said, can I ask why you're here? Ooh, how brave of him to confront this trespasser. And she paused. Well, I was just wondering if your house is for sale. And Colin said, oh, my gosh, I'm getting robbed, he surmised. It's 930 at night. There's no for sale sign. I'm getting robbed. Her boyfriend must be in the house, so I call 911 and give them the address. Cowherd, or Colin Cowher, Coward, as I'm going to call him from here on out. No, you don't like that one? Okay. You have an axe to grind. Uh, noted that the police were on the scene quickly and probably didn't have too much else going on, considering the town is a summer destination and it was the thick of winter. As it turns out... There was literally no one in the house while the young woman was just in Coward's driveway wondering if the house was for sale. So what does this have to do with Taylor Swift? Great question. Collins said, so, quote, so my takeaway was, does she think this is Taylor Swift's house? Cowherd asked, revealing that the Swift mansion has is 10 doors away from his house. <laughs> Upon... It feels like you just wanted to let He's, people yeah, know that he lives in the same neighborhood you, as Taylor yeah, Swift. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly that is what is happening here. Yep. Upon learning Swift was in the neighborhood, Coward said he initially felt great about his property value, but after last week's experience, he's a little less enthused. So he thinks that. Okay, I mean, there's a young white girl in my driveway with a bunch of dogs. She's just trying to get co close to Taylor she Swift. She must only want to get close to Taylor Swift and not. Okay. Well, Josh, I mean, that's probably true. That's probably what happened. I mean. And she was apparently wondering if the house was for, was for sale. Yeah. She wants to which Which is a thing pe Taylor Swift. people do, like, in this housing market. Those, hey, is your house for sale? They just put letters in your mailbox. Hey, is your house for sale? Well, well like, if there was a person who had the means and they were available to live wherever mm -hmm. i mean hey why not get close to taylor swift i would you you drastically increase the odds of potentially bumping into her one day if you just live down the street from her so i don't know 
Um, I, I think Cowherd's got an okay take here. But my question, no, no, shut up. I, w- I would ask how she got in the neighborhood. I assume it's gated. Eh. Maybe Taylor Swift's got one of her ten houses that is just among the normies. Uh, among the normies. Maybe. Uh, but definitely just a flex by Cowherd trying to tell everybody yeah. that he lives down the street from Taylor Swift. Absolutely. Has a vacation home in the same neighborhood. In Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's 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 absolutely what's happening here. And you know what? I respect it. I don't. Okay. I didn't expect you to. You you're a little bit too bit dug in on this Scourge Colin Cowherd thing. Of society. <laughs> Colin Cowherd. Uh Dan says poll question, given the kind of money Colin Cowherd probably has, would you purchase a vacation home in Rhode Island? Rhode Island seems like a nice place to be in the summer, honestly. I don't know why you'd visit there in February. But yeah. I yeah, just it, needed a weekend off, something it's like fine. that. I didn't think anything of Rhode Island. Yeah. Uh, Amazing Daniel says Colin Cowherd's the worst. Oh, great take, Amazing Daniel. It might be. But uh, I think we got to look at this objectively. Might have had a good idea here. Might have had a good take on the radio. He's I'd just, like to hear the audio. He's just flexing. Yeah, he's definitely just flexing. That's okay. Sometimes you get a flex. I flex when I get things right. Remember when you said Creighton would beat UConn? Yes. And, and then I, Creighton beat UConn? And then I flexed. That's right. As a, That's what you're supposed to do. I don't think do. he flexed enough the day after. I'm going to be honest. I've thought about that several times since that day. But, you know... Me not flexing enough is actually kind of a flex, isn't it? Oh, oh, oh. Wow. that's what I'm saying. All right, let's take a quick break. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Connor. Tweet bag's coming up next. Uh, still, uh, last opportunity for you to get your questions in. We got a couple. Uh, you could either text them in 402-951-1620, leave a comment on the YouTube or at 1620thezone.com, or tweet them in Ooh. as the title of the segment is called the tweet bag. Betty Bucks to Isla Del Mar. Yep. Um, and given the amount of questions we have in right now. I like your chances. I like your chances. That's on the other side on 1620 The Zone.